Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adams, mindset coach, entrepreneur, and manifestation enthusiast. I am obsessed with supporting you in living the life of your dreams. Each week, I'll be providing you with a quick bite of mind food so you can live the life that you were put on this planet to live. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm super excited for today's topic. As always, I would not be on here if I was not excited to talk with you today. So we're going to be talking all about what progress can actually look like in dating. So let me know if this sounds like you. So you're someone who you're clear that 2021 is the year that you get to attract your dream partnership, your dream partner, your dream relationship. When you think of New Year's Eve of 2021 coming up, you imagine that you are going to have your person standing by your side. You're going to be happy. You're finally going to have that midnight kiss and yay, it's going to be magical. So it's probably how you are feeling. And I'm right there with you. I can't wait for you to send me a message on New Year's Eve and say, Valerie, it's happening. I'm kissing my person. (laughs) It all came together. And we also know that in order to get there, there needs to be some action on your end, right? We cannot expect that this person is just going to show up, knock on your door while you have a messy bun you know, out of nowhere and say, hey, let's start dating. I mean, that could happen (laughs) and likely not. So I know that you know this and you've probably thought about what type of action you could be taking to make progress toward attracting your person. It's a really beautiful thing that happens in the new year when we feel this kind of renewed sense of hope, this renewed sense of, you know, wanting to take action, really wanting to make progress in our lives. We make promises to ourselves. We envision, you know, the coming year being the year that we finally blank. You finally start your business. You finally attract your dream relationship. You finally, you know, pay off your debt. You finally lose weight, whatever that thing is, right? And it feels really good to start the new year. And when we do that, we start to think of what it's going to take from us. What is it that you need to do to make that happen? So when it comes to attracting your dream partner, you probably thought, okay, great. So what does that look like? Let me hop on a dating app right? And maybe you're someone who you've never done online dating, or maybe you are a veteran. (laughs) Maybe you are coming out of your hibernation. You were on the apps for a little bit, and then you were like, it's too hard with the pandemic. You took a break. Now you're coming back. Whatever led you to that doesn't really matter. What we're really focused on is what you are calling in, what is going to come to life this year because you said so in 2021. So as you're thinking about this action, here's what may happen. And this is something I've seen a lot. And maybe you've lived through this. So as you're thinking about all the action you get to take going on dates, maybe you even 
have the foresight to say, okay, so I'm going to be on these dating apps. I'm going to go on this many dates a week. You know, I, um, I'm going to make sure I message blank amount of guys, whatever that looks like, right? Whatever metrics you may be thought of, because you're thinking, you know, how will I know I'm making progress? So let's say you do start taking that action and you end up messaging with a million guys on the apps. They don't transpire into dates or maybe it transpires into a date that underwhelms you. Maybe you go on a date and you think it went really well and then you don't hear from him again. Maybe you were all ready to go on a date and this person flaked or asked to reschedule an hour before the date or something. And it almost knocks you off your path. It's like, just throws you off. And it makes you want to take a break. You're like, this just isn't feeling good. It makes you almost want to throw in the towel. But it's not like you're going to say, let me give up on dating forever. You may instead say, you know, I'm going to get off the apps. I'm going to delete the apps. I'm going to um, focus on this thing. I'm going to focus on that thing. And wherever we put our attention is where our energy is going to go. And that's what's going to grow. I can't tell you how many women I have met who have done this, right? They've taken the break, they focus it on another area and they don't put energy into their love life. And then they end up, you know, years go by, they end up mid thirties, late thirties, having never been in a relationship or they end up being, you know, three years, five years. For me, it was three years I had a relationship and I can honestly tell you that I ignored my love life for a long time. I had an expectation that it would just happen and it would be easy and it just one day it clicks. You know, all the stories you hear from people. Oh, when I least expected it, he came out of nowhere. You know, oh, I didn't want to go out that night, but my friend dragged me to this party and he was there and that's how we met. Oh, we got set up. I met him on a flight. And so I was available for all those things. That's what I told myself. And I was not putting any energy into my love life. I had different seasons of being single. Of course, there were times where I was on the dating apps, you know, going on dates. And then there were times where I did nothing. I did squat. (laughs) And more times than not, I was in the doing nothing part because I was so scared. This is truthfully what it was. I was so freaking scared of rejection. I was so scared of putting myself out there and not being good enough. I was so scared of embarrassment. I was so scared of being too much. I was just so friggin' scared. So I ignored dating. And I had a great story. I told myself, I was like, oh, well, you know, um, I'll focus on my career. I'm going to focus on launching my business. I'll focus on exercising. I'll focus on my friends. Oh, I just moved. I'll focus on getting settled. There's always going to be something you can distract yourself with and you can choose to put your energy into instead of your love life. And the reason you do this is because it's uncomfortable. The reason you do this is because you're not sure that your effort is going to equal the results you want. 
the reason you do this is because maybe you have put hours and hours and hours and months and weeks into trying to meet somebody. Maybe you really utilize dating apps and you get little return. You're not sure if you're going to get an ROI. You're not sure if it's going to work. You don't have any friends who have met their person. Every time you use a dating app, something funky happens. The last time you met someone online, this happened, right? There's so many reasons that you can be scared that you can feel like, you know what? I'm just going to focus on this thing instead. And the thing that happens is that time keeps going by. I love thinking about this when I think about, you know, my numbers as a business owner, and that could be, you know, revenue numbers. It could be how many downloads I have on my podcast. And it's this, what you track increases, right? So what you pay attention to grows essentially. So when we look at your love life, it's really not so much about how much action you're taking, but what's actually increasing. What are you actually looking at? What's actually growing? Where is your energy actually going as it relates toward attracting your person? What work are you doing specifically in the area of love with the intention of it impacting your love life? And when you're not on the dating apps, when you're not actively dating and trying to meet new people, how are you specifically focusing on this area of your life? And of course, this is not to make you feel like S-H-I-T. It's never my goal. However, if you having the awareness and you feeling, you know, triggered or fed up by something, that's good because that's going to inspire you. It's going to invite you to look at it a different way. So when we think about the energy that you're putting in specifically towards your love life, you may think, well, easy. I'm, um, you know, I'm on dating apps. I'm going on dates. I, you know, match with people. I, you know, get set up. I, whatever, I meet people out organically. Great, 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 great. And what happens when you're not doing that? If you just got on the dating apps again, what were you doing before? How are you making progress? So it is a very beautiful idea and thought that, you know, let me just work on myself and my person will come. And I believe that I do. And I also believe in having your intention and actually being open toward meeting that person because it's very easy to focus on another area of our life and ignore another area right? It's very, very easy. So there's the energy of being open to something and there's the energy of putting your intention into it. So here's something that I want to propose to you. I want to hear what you think. So I have my clients, so ladies inside of, you know, my fall in love program, for example, it's my group coaching program. There is a large portion of the program where we're really focused on healing and forgiving and releasing and addressing stories that keep us stuck and say that we can't have the relationship we want. Let's say that we can't attract a partner who wants to stay and be there long term. And we do these things and what happens often is the 
women inside, they'll say, you know, I'm just not really feeling motivated to date right now. You know, oh, we just did this huge work and I'm just not really, I'm not feeling myself getting on the apps right now. And you know what I tell them? I say, that's perfect. You're still making progress because they are specifically healing beliefs and stories around love. Their intention is to release these things, is to heal from these things, to let go from these things so that they can let their dream partner in, so that they can have a healthy relationship when it's time, so that they can feel confident and sure in who they are when it is time to date. And that's how they're making progress. Hi, babe. I'm here to lovingly interrupt your listening real quick because I want to share something that I'm super duper excited about with you. And I have a feeling you're going to be really excited too. Okay, here's the scoop. Starting Monday, January 18th, I'm going to be hosting a free five-day self-love challenge called First Comes You. The reason I'm putting on this challenge is because I want you to be making massive, massive progress toward your love life, toward attracting your dream partner, your dream relationship in 2021. And the best way I know how to do that is by teaching you what I know about self-love and giving you the opportunity to rise to the occasion. As you know, I'm not like other dating coaches. So as we are starting the new year, I'm tempted to teach you everything I know about dating. And I know that the most important part of attracting a healthy relationship comes with you, with your self-worth, with your self-love, with your habits. And that is why I'm here to give you what you need, maybe a little more so than what you want. And that is self-love. So I cannot wait for you to come and show up for yourself. Each day of the challenge, we are going to be giving away prizes to those who participate. So not only can you have massive breakthroughs around self-love, you could also win some pretty nifty prizes. And let me give you a hint about those prizes, cash money. Who doesn't love money? So I cannot wait to see you. We kick off the 18th. Be there or be square and do whatever you can to make it happen. You are not going to regret it. Link in the show notes. You can register. You must, must, must be registered to get in on all the fun. I'll see you there. So I want to open your mind up rather than you thinking, okay, the only way to make progress, the only way to meet my person is by physically dating, physically taking action. I want to invite you to look at it a different way. What if working on healing, what if working on your self-worth, your self-esteem, learning how to love yourself, learning how to be with yourself, learning how to know what triggers you in a relationship, learning how to understand the type of partnership you're compatible for, learning your love languages, learning what it's going to take for you to feel healthy and secure and happy in a relationship. Wouldn't you say those things are making progress? Wouldn't you say those things are helping you? Because let me tell you this, you could be going on a million dates. You could go on, let's, I don't know, what would be a crazy number, three to four dates a week, right? Let's say you're doing that and you're not addressing 
that voice in your head that's telling you that you need to sleep with him right away or that voice in your head telling you that you need to rush and control the whole process because he may leave and you're not good enough. That voice in your head that tells you that you need to be a friggin' Hollywood actress on dates because you don't feel worthy enough to be there in the first place. That voice that has you want to self-sabotage and not let anyone get close and have that wall up. What happens if you don't address those things? What's going to happen? You can still go on all these dates and you're going to get the same result. Remember, we don't attract what we want. We attract what we are. So the company we keep, the people we're around, that speaks volumes to how we feel about ourselves. When you upgrade your inner world, when you upgrade your inner reality, your environment upgrades, the people around you upgrade, what you're available for will upgrade. So when you aren't physically taking that action, how can you still be making progress? There are a million and seven ways that you can still be making progress toward attracting your dream partner. And when you do these other things outside of dating with intentionality, you will be drawing your person closer and closer. It's not that you're just sitting around doing nothing. It's that you're putting your energy toward what's going to actually make the difference and actually be the thing that attracts your person. And it's so beautiful because, you know, you could be doing all this work on yourself and still be taking action and going on dating apps. And because you've been working on your self-love, you've been working on getting to know you, you've been working on having healthy habits, really working on your mindset, learning how to have boundaries. You're doing all that. You're on dating apps. And then bam, one day your coworker out of nowhere is like, Hey, you know what? I, I don't think I've, told you about my cousin. He's incredible. He is just like you. The more I've gotten to know you, the more similar I see how you two are. He likes to do this. He's into that. You're into this. What if I gave your number to him? What if I set you guys up? Would you be open for that? And then bam, that's your person. These are the things that happen when you focus on aligning yourself with what it is that you want, when you focus on self-love, when you focus on only being available for people and experiences that reflect where you want to go, reflect your higher self rather than where you've been. So the next time you find yourself in this black and white thinking of, the only way to make progress toward having that person on New Year's Eve, toward having a travel buddy, toward all the things is I better leave my house. I better take action. And hey, taking action is very important. In fact, action builds confidence. How many times have you been in a situation where just you start thinking about something and something you're anticipating coming up. Like maybe it is an upcoming date. Maybe it's a, you know, experience that you feel like is going to be awkward. Maybe it's a big presentation at work. Maybe it's, I don't know. There's a million different examples, right? And it's like, 
you're imagining all these scenarios and everything is hypothetical until it happens. Meaning when you're sitting there thinking of all the million and 10 scenarios that could happen, that's actually probably freakier than the actual thing is. Think about how you felt if you have done online dating for a while, if you've used dating apps, remember how nervous you were the first time you met up with another human (laughs) from the app. Remember that feeling, right? Maybe you still get it or how it felt to message with someone who you haven't met. Think about how all these things felt. And then once you took that action, once you took that first step, once you did it once, it's like, oh, this is easy. I could do this again. No biggie. And that is what taking action does. It builds confidence. So in no way am I saying one thing is better than the other. What my goal is here is to open your mind up. I want you to let go of this friggin' self beat up. I don't want it to be all or nothing. Like you're either on multiple dating apps, you're messaging with like 12 guys at once, you're going on all these dates, or it's nothing and the apps are deleted and you're taking a break. Because how has that stop and go pattern been serving you? How far have you gotten from that? It's this burnout energy, right? Where it's like, I'm going to go all in, be full force. And then the other end of it is like, well, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to focus on me. I'm going to focus on this and that. And you know that I refuse to believe that it's either or. You know that I don't stand for that in any area of life. So how can we have both? How can you still be meeting incredible men, putting yourself out there, taking action, and at the same time, be making a lot of progress behind the scenes, be making a lot of progress outside of actually going on a date? And what I don't want you to hear is, oh, Valerie's saying that it's fine if I just delete all the apps and only focus on this inner work, only focus on self-love, and then that's good enough. No. (laughs) What I'm saying is that there are many ways to make progress toward attracting your dream partner. And taking action definitely gets to happen, right? It's all part of the formula. It's all part of the cocktail of meeting your dream person (laughs) is that taking action. And what I believe is mindset is the strategy, your self-work, worth, the voice in your head, the stories you're telling. Oh my gosh, the stories, the stories. When you tell yourself a story that you're not worthy of being on the date, that this guy's too attractive for you, that you have too much baggage, that it's never going to work, that, oh my gosh, you know, he's probably dating other women. If those are the stories you're telling and you're not doing anything to actively shift those stories, you're not going to enjoy dating. It's going to feel tumultuous. It's going to feel scary. It's going to feel like you're disposable, not good enough. What if there were other stories you could tell? Stories like, you know, there's a lot of other women out there and I know what I bring to the table. I know I'm special. I know I'm a catch. I know I'm a 10. And I know that my person is going to see that and recognize that. And he's going to jump on the opportunity to court me and pursue me. 
I know that I'm worthy of being treated to amazing experiences. I know that by me being my authentic self, I'm going to be so loved for who I am. And I may not be for everyone and that's okay. It's nothing personal. If someone doesn't ask me on a second date, it actually means nothing about me. Who knows? Maybe this person doesn't like that I have a sister and the last person he dated had a sister and he's just kind of wanting to stay away from that because he had some trauma around that. And that's why he didn't ask me on a second date. You never know, right? So if nothing is personal, if you listen to, I believe it's the last episode that I did before this or a couple, I don't know. I make a lot of podcast episodes around, you know, the question I've been asking that has been really supporting me is what if nothing was personal? And I was reminded, by the way, that the book, The Four Agreements, which I have read, it's very, very good. I read it a long time ago. That's one of the um, agreements is to not take anything personally. So the question you can ask yourself is what if nothing is personal, right? And this happens a lot in dating. So if someone doesn't respond to you, if you go on a date with somebody one time and you don't hear from them, if somebody, you know, lets you know, hey, I don't think we're compatible, your response may be to take it personally and it hurts your feelings and you feel like, gosh, I'm not good enough. You can ask yourself the question, what if nothing is personal? What story would I tell? oh, this person is really clear about what they're looking for and he has a sense of who he's compatible with and there's things that aren't compatible about us and I'm so glad he spotted that because it would have come up later on. I'm going to start being really honest and really looking out to see who I'm compatible with moving forward in dating. So... I want you to really be open to all the progress that's available for you from working on your mindset, from working on self-love, for actively looking at how you can change your habits, your thoughts, your reality. I promise you, and I have lived this myself, when you upgrade your inner reality, you will upgrade your outer reality. You just have to, like it just happens. And that's why, you know, growth is painful. Growth is painful. And I'm feeling called to talk about this right now. I was not planning. This is not in my prepared, you know, bullet points to kind of keep me on track. (laughs) So when something comes up, I just go with it. Growth, 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 growth. And this is something I can do a whole other episode on and I may. Growth. So when we grow and when we upgrade and when we expand and when we let go of things that we used to believe and hold on really tightly to that cause us to play small, you can have a lot of change in a short time. So growth is not linear, meaning it's not just this like up and up and up. And that's what we're taught. And so it becomes a rude awakening when we're doing the work like you're doing, just listening to this podcast, I know what kind of woman you are. You're a woman who is in demand for growth. She's in demand for reaching that next level. She wants to fill her brain with positive things, with things that are going to help expand her mind and make an area of her life easier for her. Dating, mindset, manifestation, whatever draws you to me and this podcast, it's because you want to grow. And when we do the inner work, 
you know, whether it be taking a course, hiring a coach, doing a program, there will be a shift. You will have growth. Only if you're all in, of course, nothing can override your free will. So if you're just showing up, (laughs) then you're not going to get much out of these experiences. And I know you value your time. So when you invest in something like that, energy, finances, right? Investing, multiple things, time, then you do end up experiencing shifts. It is insane how you could be asked one question. You could be doing one journaling prompt. You could be, you know, reading a book and all of a sudden you have the biggest breakthrough. You have the biggest realization. Maybe there's a belief you've been thinking for years and years and years and years. And then you finally find evidence to disprove that belief. And then it's like, life-changing. There are parts of you that die. Old parts of you. And it's not in a sad, like, oh, it's, it's good. The old version of you, you want to be growing so much that you don't even recognize who you were a year ago. You want to be having these emotional, crazy periods of shedding because that means that you're creating space for growth, for the people you want to be around, the beliefs you want to hold. And I promise you, if you have not met your dream person yet, if you have not met your person yet, it's for a reason. It's because the person you are today, the person you were, you know, months ago, that person, think of who you would have attracted from that space. And now I want you to imagine yourself months from now, a year from now, three months from now, six months, nine months from now. And the version of you who shows up for herself, who does the inner work to heal, she has grown so much that she will only attract someone who is a match for that. So someone who is really powerful, really open, really free, really confident. Have you ever looked at someone you dated in the past and you cringe, like maybe your high school boyfriend or someone you dated in college or just a couple years ago? And you're like, how did I date someone like that? And it's not even from a place of, oh my God, I'm embarrassed. Maybe you feel embarrassed, but it's more so from a place of like, how was I available for that? How did I put up for that with that? How did I, why did I stay with that person for two years? Why did I keep going back to him? And you almost, you're like, who was that girl? Because you've grown so much that you don't even resonate with the beliefs that the old version of you held. It's foreign to you. And that is the goal. You want to be feeling like that all the time. That's my goal. At least I want to be like not recognizing myself all the time. And so when you strive for that, it's very natural that you will start to elevate. And I don't mean elevate in a way that you become better than other people. It's just you experience growth and it can happen fast and it can feel slow at the same time. And the thing about growing is that it doesn't always feel good right away. It can feel good when you're reflecting back and you're like, wow, I've really grown a lot. But when it's happening, whew, 
it doesn't feel good. You're like, oh my God, I'm confused. I'm crying all the time. I'm feeling angry. I'm, you know, having all these scary thoughts. It's because the inside of you is trying to upgrade. And in order for it to grow and upgrade, things need to fall away. Old patterns, old habits, the way you used to spend your time, people you surround yourself with, not everyone is going to come to your level with you. And this is the hardest thing. I've had a really hard time with this. I'll tell you, 2019, hands down, the hardest year of my life in terms of the shedding and growing. I was growing so fast that, you know, it's, it was like this place of not resonating with the people around me and they weren't resonating with me. There was less common ground. We were on different frequencies and it's not that it's like, Oh, I'm growing so much. and They're not. It's that our worlds became different fast. The things we used to bond over and talk about, not the same. I used to be very available for gossip and judgment. And I mean, gosh, what did I even think, talk, act like back then? I don't even remember. And a lot of friendships fell away. People I never thought it would happen with. And it was really, really hard. And it still is really hard. There's a a lot of grieving, mourning, And also accepting, I'm like, wow, you know, as much as I may not resonate with them, they don't resonate with me. It's like a mutual parting of ways without the words being said. And it's really tough and it's really hard. And I talk to, you know, a lot of, a lot of other entrepreneurs, a lot of friends that I have who have experienced the same thing and it's a mark of their growth. And the beautiful thing about growth is that people always have the opportunity to catch up with you. They always have the opportunity to grow with you, meet you there, rise. And so it's about holding the space, holding the vision that they're going to rise with you in their own time. We can't rush people's growth. Now, I believe in taking a stand for people I care about. And if I see a way that they can be supported and they can elevate. I'm absolutely going to share it with them. And they also have to choose it, right? You have to choose it. Is there anything you've ever done that you can think of? Maybe you took a class to be certified in something like a really long course, or you trained for a marathon or, um, you got your real estate license or you learned a new language or, you know, something that required a lot of time. It's like, if you didn't have that drive or desire for the thing, for the outcome, it's like, you wouldn't have been able to keep up with it. You wouldn't have keep, you would not have keep showing up, kept showing up. You know, when I'm thinking of my master practitioner certification training, friggin' long, it was like eight hours a day, six days a week, it was some, it was like 130 hours, like in a classroom (laughs) with other humans in a classroom. I'm not, I haven't been in school for a long time. And I remember thinking, gosh, I cannot wait to have this certification in my hands to have these tools to be able to help 
people at a deeper level. That's why I'm here. And so in order for someone to grow, they have to want it. You can't want it for them. So we all grow at the perfect time, at the times that we're meant to. And when it comes to friends, when it comes to family, when it comes to people who we want to grow with, they have to want it or else it's not going to work. And so when you grow and someone doesn't, the gap unfortunately gets bigger between the two of you. But remember, they can always come back and we get to hold that space that you will be on the same frequency, that you will be in the same place. And if you're not, what's that quote? It's like friends are in your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. If not, that's the category. And so we can always take a beautiful lesson. What is the lesson? If you can walk away from every experience that you label as bad, sad, hard, tough, challenging, right? If you can walk away from any experience like that with a lesson, you've won. You're richer for it. You're better for it. So if you are experiencing any pain in growth right now, then it's because you're meant to learn a lesson. So what is that lesson? What do you get to learn? This episode <laughs> went another direction, which I friggin' love, and I'm here for it, and I'm glad you're here for it too. So I want to remind you that it's not black and white. It's not either you're making progress by going on dates or you're not. There's a million and five ways, and self-love is the anchor of it. So the best place you can start right now is working on your self-love, figuring out ways to love yourself at a deeper level, a beautiful place to start. If you're like, okay, Valor, can you be more specific? What does self-love look like? Get on board with affirmations, get on board with self-care. And of course, I'm going to be here to support you. My course, It's a You Thing will be coming back soon. And I'm going to be sharing so many details about that with you. So stay tuned, stick around. Well, not literally stick around, but in the future, (laughs) the very near future, I'm going to be sharing that with you. Love you so much. And I want you to celebrate yourself because you are making progress. Just by listening to this podcast, you're making progress. So I'm proud of you. I see you. I acknowledge you. I honor you. And as always, if anything in this episode resonated with you, if there are any quotes that you loved, please share it. Please tag me on Instagram at the mindful babe. I want to share your stuff. I want to throw your name out there. So share anything with me that resonates with you. And most importantly, share it with the women who get to hear this message. We don't get to hoard things that can help others. So thank you in advance. I love you so much and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at the Mindful Babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going, and I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe.